this show is very explicit. So if you're under the age of, I guess, 13, really, in America, or 12 in some countries, and I will actually really, if you're under the age of 18, you probably still should not listen to this show. But legally, it's fine. Also, uh, share. Do share this show. And try to share it with a mature audience. Thank you.
Cause it's you and me You will be my island woman Yes, I love you so Alright Thank you for joining me I figured I'd start this episode off reading to you a story and actually you can go on medium.com and if you go to sympathize or no uh, empathize others you might be able to catch this one it's called three stories that speak wisdom only through empathy with the descriptor we all like to believe we know what's true Here's three stories of emotional wisdom that only speak truth through the ability to empathize. By Sean Thomas Villafana. And I will embed this on the article. But let's begin. As preface, empathy is the greatest tool one can use. It helps bring us perspective where we were once blinded to see truth before, and helps grant understanding to those fit to receive it. These three stories each will revolve around these preset rules. 1. Each story will be simple and easy to associate and empathize with, and there's a good chance you may have experience of it sometime or another in life. Two. Each story will be completely fictitious stories. 3. Each of the stories will be direct mirror reflections of elements you can find happening around you today. Jeanette How to Break Up with a Narcissist Jeanette was a fun, loving, and generally happy girl. Young, full of life, and great sense of humor. That's what everyone said. Until she met Tony. Sure, things started off great. Of course they did. Things always start off great, right? But Jeanette honestly didn't know what to do after she became pregnant their third year into the relationship and things went full stop to downhill. It all seemed like a dream. They were in love and happy. She thought so. Then Tony began being narcissistic, and specific in it too. In a certain way, Jeanette became insecure due to her gaining weight, and blamed that in why Tony had started treating her so cruelly. One night, he came over a full eight hours late from when he said he would be there. Jeanette knew at this point he had been cheating on her. Well, she didn't have proof directly, but... His actions showed it enough throughout the last couple months and little bits of evidence kept popping up. One night they were having sex and she saw scratches on his back. They looked deep too. He laughed and said it was just from his friend at work scratching his back because it itched. 
shrugging it off. She couldn't help feeling disgusted about it, especially when he kept smiling about it. She stopped him quick and didn't know how much more she could take of this. He would constantly have bruise marks on his neck. On every day he came over with a smile. It was starting to get insulting to her. It was humiliating how little respect was had for her. But day after day, Tony would assure her that she was just being insecure and that it was all in her head. Until one day, she came over to his place. He had told her he'd pick her up from work and left her waiting for over two hours. An extra car in the driveway. She heard someone moaning from his bedroom. It was another woman. Anger rose up from her in an almost freeing feeling because now she knew she was right. She slammed on his door, swearing at him when she could hear him say from inside, Oh shit, it's my girl. Quick, you gotta go. Go. Out the window. Go, go. He opened the door, sweating, panting, and smiling. Hey, babe. Oh, damn, I was supposed to pick you up from work, huh? I'm sorry, I... Save it, Tony. How could you do this to me? I'm pregnant with your child. The sound of the car ignition starting and engine revving as someone nearly burnt rubber while taking off down the street painted the full picture not just to her, but to the whole neighborhood. Everyone knew what was going on. Yet Tony still denied anything happened, claiming he was just sweating because he was working out. He called her names. He tried to make her feel bad like she was the villain. Then he took off, leaving her to catch the bus back home, pregnant. Jeanette cried in her bathtub that night until the water turned cold. She dried off, looking at her phone, and decided it was time she called her mother to tell her what happened. Everything that happened. Everything that she hadn't told her yet. Jeanette's mother loved Tony. He was the first boyfriend introduced to her mom that her mom had ever even faintly liked. Now, pregnant, with her mom so excited over having the baby and becoming a grandmother, she knew it would break her heart. What has really been going on? Mm-hmm. Tony told me you were having these episodes. This is really over having that baby, isn't it? Jeanette was shocked. Jeanette looked at her mother in disbelief. What do you mean? Honey, why do you do this to yourself? You know you're not the only one involved. Tony's a good man and he loves you. You really need to stop acting so paranoid over him. What? What has he said? He told me everything. Oh yes, I know all about your crazy conspiracy theories over him cheating on you. You really need to stop being so selfish, Jane. She was mortified. She felt trapped and undergone months of psychological abuse discovered she'd been pre-gamed to be undermined the whole time by someone she once loved and trusted. She became horrified at the thought of being stuck with Tony and his baby against her will after she had been the victim to his psychotic cruelty for so long. 
Jeanette went on like this as long as she could. He didn't even show up to the hospital when she was having the baby. Jeanette managed on for a while taking care of their daughter but eventually had a mental breakdown after one night Tony came over drunk and brought over who he claimed it was his co-worker. Quote, Starfire, end quote. The last straw showed with rage in her eyes. She snapped and swung at him with a chopping knife. In court, he claimed Starfire never even existed and that she had been showing signs of insanity for some time now and that he'd been worried about her and could barely take the pressure with taking care of the new baby while dealing with all of her, quote, conspiracy theories, end quote, of him cheating. At his job, he didn't even work with any woman, much less any name such a stripper name as Starfire. Jeanette was sent to a mental health institution. Full custody of their daughter went to Tony. And in less than a month, Tony had blocked Jeanette's whole family and friends on Facebook and hooked up with his co-worker who he had been cheating on Jeanette with the whole time. It was a full year until Jeanette had even heard about it. When she finally was released, it was hard for her to get a job. Her own family stopped looking at her trustworthy, and she was barely trusted enough to see her own daughter. To be continued. The end, or is it? These stories live among us and go on still. Although I wrote this story up, I know of it only by element and strictly to another theme, ironically. I did the best I could in relating the aspects to alike themes, and I do hope you empathize, although I also hope not from your own personal experience. And if so, I'm sorry. This story is very elemental and happens all the time to many people, in many ways too. The lack of integrity, the lack of dignity, and ethical morals by some is very easy to see by its measured dynamics. People lie for personal gain. Nobody lies in order to self-sacrifice and lose out. People speak up in order for justice to be had. Narcissistic tendencies to lie in order to hide guilt of crimes committed. Now have a look at the next image. The image is a meme where it shows many doctors. The words say, everyone who's on the inn right now can quote doctors by name like they had baseball cards to them. If you can't even quote one doctor by name on your side of your belief, then you don't have the side the experts are on. We do. story is dedicated to all of the doctors and scientists who are currently speaking up against the lies promoted to everyone by narcissistic and crooked corporations, agencies, mainstream media like CNN which has hired over 15 fired ex-FBI agents, and all of everyone else who thinks they know everything, while they know nothing, of the other story except from secondhand liars as they only listen to the mainstream media. I know every doctor's name in that image above. I was the one who made the meme after all. And all their stories, I've backchecked so much of the supporting evidence they've stated, and I've written reviews on now eight acclaimed fact checks. Let me interval right here. <clears throat> now it's ten. 
but at the time of this writing it was eight. Okay, back to it. Eight acclaimed fact checks which narrated bullshit lies against the doctors as the media continues gaslighting and evading all of the real statements and claims made back against them. Can you imagine being hurt or injured or raped only to be gaslit and mocked by the public? The next image is a snapshot of Desiree Jennings, who was injured by a vaccine. It's an image of the Wikipedia page and me attempting to submit a, 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 a revision of it. Didn't go through though. There's also two images of snapshots. One is an image from the CDC. They're both actually images from CDC.gov. Uh, On the left it says, possible incorrect test results for the COVID test. And the one on the right says, a positive test result shows you might have antibodies from an infection with the virus that causes COVID-19. However, there is a chance a positive result means that you have antibodies from an infection with the virus with the same family of viruses called coronaviruses. So in other words, it's not a sure positive, it's probably a false positive. <clears throat> Everyone else I've come across so far who've, who've denied the validity to their statements have turned out to have done zero research, known zero doctors' names who are speaking out, could only say they know Fauci by name, only some know Mikeovic's name, and only when it's right in front of them, and all decline to bet money to their beliefs against any of the evidence existing. Here we have a... World Health Organization tweet where it says preliminary investigations conducted by the Chinese authorities have found no clear evidence of human-to-human -human transmission of the novel coronavirus identified in Wuhan, China. This was of course published a while back, January 14, 2020, but it was the World Health Organization undermining and belittling the virus. at first, of course. Then there's a video here that's embedded from Epoch Times. It says CCP spends 19 millions on propaganda. And this is all while still choosing to continue regurgitating a gaslighting narrative preached to them by the very people who, of course, are incriminated by the evidence they're gaslighting. Even the above video may just be false news, right? Who knows what to believe anymore? As it goes on, there's a, a video of the aforementioned statement in how 15 fired FBI, ex-FBI agents were hired by CNN. The end. Right? Oh yes, that's right. There's a lesson for you in each dynamic of it. If you look closely, 
you will find that the three fictitious stories are all therein. There is the fictitious story I made up for you, the fictitious story the current media narrative made up for you, and then there is the fictitious story you've made up for yourself about it all. Of course, I could be wrong about that last one. Perhaps you have listened to the experts, not the actors, and perhaps you have done your research and do know a bit more about what's going on. For you then, you can read your third story of empathy and emotional wisdom here. And I would give you a link to another story that I've written. But there is a fourth story. And it very much pertains to your personal life and the world around you. The only difference is, it's not fiction. The story the experts tell. No, no. Not what others tell you the experts say. I mean the real story the experts actually do say. Heard from their own mouths. And remember that they obviously aren't allowed to say it on mainstream media. The conflict of interest of the media is clear to see, although there was a time when mainstream journalists did cover real news. Here I give a 60-minute special video embedded on the swine flu, 1976. Check this one out, 42 U.S. Code 300AA-22 B. Unavoidable Adverse Side Effects Warnings 1. No vaccine manufacturer shall be liable in a civil action for damages arising from a vaccine-related injury or death associated with the administration of a vaccine after October 1, 1988. End quote. Oh no, don't worry. You don't have to click to fact check if you're too lazy for that. Here's a video of a doctor explaining how shocked he was to hear, to hear it existed. Oh, and it says now, this Facebook post is no longer available. It may have been removed or the privacy settings of this post have changed. It's Dr. Eric Neputy who mentions becoming aware to the U.S. Code 42300 22 course, right? There was a time a few months ago where we had a clear show of an American senator being sincere and considerate for the health and well-being of the American people. Here's a video of Senator Blumenthal questioning the wireless network legal representatives about how much money was put into testing for health risks with 5G Wi-Fi. It's a very short video. I suggest you watch it. Fact versus Fiction these things are a lot more authentic to consider when you've actually heard from both sides, and not just assumed you already know because you trusted Tony. And that's as evident as looking at the difference between the doctors who have risked their careers and their lives in order to get the truth to you, and the clearest day conflict of interest there is by trusting the word of those who of course would deny themselves being guilty if they were guilty. If you want to go further down the rabbit hole, I salute you and thank you for your diligence. I refrain from using any sources or citations or untrustworthy organizations. I back check fact check savagely with integrity and I will not take part in ever giving the possibility of accusing the innocent. I defend the innocent avidly. 
as should we all. Because if there is ever need to defend the innocent, it's only always because there is a wolf in sheep's clothing among us. Sometimes that wolf is even us, as we saw in the case of Jeanette's mother. Always, always, always listen to the full story of both sides. Justice means being fair after all, and her own deniability plays tricks on us. The end. Any 
Yes, you know, fucking Hollywood CIA bullshit. Fucking satanic motherfuckers. Alrighty then. Well, you know, I never really got too far into um, the politics of it all, really. I never really liked politics, but to be honest, like, I'm rooting for Trump. I think, I mean, okay, it could all be a facade, sure. It could all be just a game show. But, uh, I don't know. I think I, I kind of believe the Q thing. If you don't know the Q Anon story. <sighs> That's a long one. I mean, if you just look at it, you look at the industry, right? Have you ever heard the term conflict of interest? Right? It's like, basically, of course, somebody would lie if it's to their benefit to lie, right? And if they themselves are going to claim to check and like, like you can't do a, a, a audit, you know, on yourself, right? You can't audit yourself makes no sense why should anybody trust that right in the same way well you look at the science okay for one everything to do with the argument over vaccines anti-vax vax you know it's ridiculous like 
It is. It's like, okay. It's like they're trying to act like it doesn't ever harm anybody. And yeah, vaccines harm people. They're, that's why there's been millions fucking, I don't know, maybe billions. I can't remember what, what it was. Let's see. Let's look it up right now. That's why there's been so much paid out to vaccine damages. How much has been paid out to vaccine damages adverse effects? Let's look it up. Let's see, fairwarning.org says federal vaccine court quietly pays out billions, but that's a .org. Let's look for a .gov. National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program, hrsa.gov. Doesn't look like they're gonna say. Let's check it out. I know it's like probably billions, but at least it's like hundreds of millions. The very fact that they've paid it out at all just proves to show that there's been damages. If you go to look at the 60 Minutes uh, special on YouTube, back in the swine flu, that was a whole special that 60 Minutes did on the damages that the swine flu vaccine caused. Well, it turns out that the website said something very funny. It didn't want to uh, allow me to see it because it said that it was down. That's right, the government website is down and being worked on. Hmm, I wonder what they're editing. But if we go over to childrenshealthdefense.org, which is not a government website, but it is from Robert F. Kennedy Jr., nephew of John F. Kennedy, who was also a good man. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is an awesome dude, and he sticks up for us. He was over there in, um, in Europe recently at the uh, um, at the peaceful protesting. And on this website, it explains four billion in growing is the U.S. payout for vaccine injuries and deaths that keep climbing. Four billion. That's a lot. And I will quote here, it says, Over the vaccine court's 30-year history, individuals and families have filed over 20,000 petitions for vaccine injury compensation. This month, even as 12% of the filed petitions remained uneducated, Payouts crossed over the four billion threshold. Now this was written some time ago. This was written in November nineteenth, twenty eighteen. And uh, it's funny because I thought that um, I mean, the technically, because of that law forty two U S code three zero zero A A dash twenty two, they don't have to pay out. But obviously, that there's a way, so that's good. And I'm very glad for that law. But I don't know why that one law is still a law. They should make that, like, not a law anymore.
over three decades despite the stated intent to furnish an accessible and efficient forum for individuals found to be injured by certain vaccines. The NVICP has devolved into a protracted and litigious David versus Goliath battleground. The vaccine court, in actuality, is not a court at all, but a consumer-funded government claims program that uses employees of health and human services rather than judges to make decisions on compensation. Yeah, I've heard about it. I've heard it was a horrible place. I would never want to go there. While government-funded Department of Justice lawyers vigorously represent and defend the interests of HHS and vaccine manufacturers, the consumer-unfriendly system forces the vaccine injured to meet an exceptionally high burden of proof for dismissed claims. There is no assurance that the program will even cover attorney's fees and costs. Oh, so you have to be, like, wealthy to even go there. I see. So the poor don't stand a chance of even petitioning. Yeah. I think that says a lot right there. And, like, it's funny, because, like, people have been, like, gaslighting this scene forever, claiming that, oh, vaccines are perfectly safe, nobody ever gets hurt. When it's like, um, actually, people do get hurt, you know. People die. People get paralyzed for life. Look at India. India claimed 490,000 plus children were paralyzed for life between 2000 and 2017 from Bill Gates. Bill Gates' oral polio vaccine. Yeah. I like this guy. You should go to childrenshealthdefense.org. Check it out. Anywho, if you run a blog, this website is great because this website, if you run a blog and you like to share important, pertinent data for people, well, um, this website allows you to republish as long as you give your um, citation and you don't change anything, you're allowed to republish. You gotta give a link back to the original though, of course. That's what I love about it, you know. It's authentic. Anywho, I'm gonna keep this episode short. Much love. And that's what the science is about. If you haven't heard it yet, go listen to my song called What the Pudding About by the Mystic Man. Hip Hop. Oh, humanity.